have you ever wanted to guest on a podcast like this one that you're listening to right now? Well, you can. You can definitely do this by visiting a website called Podmatch, where you can sign up and be available for all different types of podcasts that you can guest on. Or you can even search for a podcast and say, I want to I want to guest on your podcast. I think we'd be a good match. So if you want to do this, you can go to our unique link, which is joinpodmatch.com forward slash reality. And you can sign up and do exactly that. And you can find us and you can guest on our podcast. So again, that unique link is www.joinpodmatch.com. That's J-O-I-N-P-O-D-M-A-T-C-H.com forward slash reality, R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A. And you can be a guest on our podcast. Welcome to Reality Tea Times 2, the podcast where we discuss all the trash reality TV we love to hate. I'm Tanika, and today we're going to be discussing the ultimatum. So there is nothing on top of the episode that we need to discuss. We're just going to jump right in. So the reason that we're here, the ultimatum season two, episode four, Catching Feelings. So we're with James and Raya, and they're asking each other, like, sex questions. And we start talking about foreplay in this moment. You know, I think he kind of says, like, it doesn't just have to mean the physical aspect. She thinks that maybe this is what she's missing in her relationship is the foreplay and James says, well, he aims to please. Hmm. Then we're with Trey and Ryan. They say that the first week has gone smoothly. She is, you know, still open about getting married, but wants to focus on what makes her happy in life. I think that's a perfect approach when you're 23 years old. That's just my thoughts. <laughs> anyway. So then we're back with Raya and James. And James thinks that maybe Raya is just lacking the romance in her previous relationship with, obviously, with Trey. And... He says that he wants to do something nice for her because of this. He says that he thinks that she is a 10 out of 10. And they kind of go by like this poolside and he has like candles and stuff like, um, very thought out. And she does mention here that she doesn't want to have no kids at her wedding. She doesn't want no screaming kids. <laughs> now we're in week two of the trial marriage. 
Kat and Antonio are having a picnic date on a farm. We see some horses and other animals. He says to her that he hasn't been financially stable. He says it feels like maybe it comes across like he just doesn't give a shit. But it's actually because he just can't afford it. He talks about how he was high for six years straight. So we're dealing with an addict here. He would always chase the next high. And that's probably kind of makes it seem like that's kind of led to the financial instability. And he says that he's working really hard to try and change that. He is doing better, he says, but you know, I can kind of see that maybe this is something that maybe Roxanne just doesn't understand. Like he has to kind of dig himself out of a really dark hole that he was in for a very long time. So she she should be a little more patient with him. But again, if you don't want to be patient with him, then break up and break up for good. Don't go back. So apparently, I guess according to Ryan here, Trey does nice things for her and she appreciates it. She just doesn't want to bother people, she says. And, you know, for him, he says that it's hard for him to stand his ground. She takes time to understand him, he says. And he's just not used to that. Cool. I mean, I don't know. I just, I don't know. (laughs) I feel like this season is just a lot of these people just not really, really understanding their partners and understanding what they need. And I think part of the problem is, is that the other person can't really give them what they need because they're dealing with their own shit. It's rid in the cycle of no one's, you know, doing the work because maybe they're just not in the headspace to do it. Anyway, the next scene we see that Roxanne is meeting Alex's parents. We're at that point. She says she's not scared about meeting parents. She thinks that, you know, parents love her. It seems to definitely apply with his parents as well. Um, his parents are also entrepreneurs. Interesting. And, you know, he kind of says, like, listen, they're entrepreneurs and they're married and successful. You know, her parents, you know, want her to get married, she says, but, you know, maybe she's not for her, as we already know. You know, but he says, like, maybe it, it kind of sounded like that maybe her parents don't like Antonio. Um, which, I mean, they're entitled to their opinion, and that's fair. But again, if that's something that is a deal breaker for her, then why are you still with him? You don't have to be with him. Anyway, she feels like she is good with Alex because she doesn't have to worry about him 
the way I guess she feels she has to worry about Antonio. But the problem is here with the Roxanne and Alex is that they haven't had any fun. They don't switch off from their work. And, you know, they're just, they're not having fun. And I think that's, that's important in a marriage. You need to know how to shut that off. Not even just a marriage, in a relationship. Just because you two are like-minded, does that, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be a good relationship. Maybe it would, but I, I don't know. Alex says that he does want to get married, but his parents said that's kind of news to them. But his parents do seem pretty open with the idea of Roxanne being in the family. So then we're with James and, and Raya, and he's cooking dinner, and he says that this is his way of showing love. She's kind of shutting down at that, though. Um, and he says, like, you know, affection is important to him, holding hands is important to him, etc. But apparently he has not held her hand, except for, I think, the one time on the date before the choice. And that's something that she would like to see. He just kind of makes an excuse and says it's the time and place. But they do kind of hold hands in this moment. But she asks, like, do you actually want to hold my hand? And he says that he thinks so. That's not an answer. But he he's a say, like, you know, for me... Holding hands is something you would do while walking down the street or you're in the car. And she says, even in the car, you didn't hold my hand. Wow. You know, he kind of misbehaved, you know, he hasn't done that. He says, for him, affection doesn't just mean touch. But, you know, cooking, doing the dishes and stuff like that. And I understand what he's saying, but there are different aspects of affection and what he's saying he needs out of affection. She needs something separate and they're not understanding each other. So let's get into it though. She says that she needs the physical touch as well. And she does stress that I'm just going to say here, blanket here in the beginning of, of this to her, affection and the physical affection. She's not saying that they need to have sex. She's not even asking for that. She's saying, hug me, hold my hand. Like those are things that make me think we're headed in the right direction. I don't even think she wants to fuck this guy, at least right now. But you're not going to get to that point where you want to be in a physical relationship until you do those little things that make you comfortable to take it a step further. And this is what they're not quite understanding from each other. I don't know if this was intentional on his part or if he really just doesn't seem to get it. Um, she does ask him, like, do you like me? He says, yeah, you're a good person, but, you know, he does kind of around the answer. 
He doesn't really give her a straight answer. He says physically he doesn't feel married. She feels like she is with a friend for her trial marriage and that is not what she wanted. And they are clearly not on the same page on what a marriage is to both of them. He feels like physically, if physicality is on and off, she just needs to see something different. He then says, I feel like you want out of your relationship so badly with Trey that you would get into a relationship, a new relationship tomorrow. And I said, whoa, I mean, I don't know if he's necessarily wrong here because I think she does really does. She really does struggle with, I think not so much the commitment aspect of things, but trusting someone that she's with. And I do wonder if she is trying to self-sabotage her relationship with Trey and you know, I, I don't necessarily think he might be incorrect here. However, you've known her for, what, two weeks? You don't know enough about her and her relationship to make such a proclamation. And then I also think there's a possibility that he said this because he himself is maybe trying to self-sabotage his relationship with Ryan. And now he's starting to realize, I'm about to fuck it up. And I don't want that. I want her back. Blah, blah, blah. And I think that this is his way of saying, ain't nothing gonna happen here because I need to fix things with her. He then says, I don't to fuck you to see if I want to be with someone. Okay. She says that is not what she was saying. She, I, and I believe her. She's not saying she wants to have sex with you, sir. She's just saying, show me you're interested to some extent. Lean into this experiment to some extent. You're not even doing that. She says, like I mentioned earlier, that physical doesn't mean sex, or just it doesn't just mean sex. He says the level of self-respect that he has just won't allow him to do anything. And then he just blurts out of fucking nowhere that he cheated on Ryan. And I said, you know, self-respect has nothing to do with what she's asking of you. I think you're so hard-headed that you can't even hear what she's telling you. And that what she's saying isn't absolutely inappropriate or just an impossible task. She's just asking, hold my hand, or hug me once in a while, 
He can't even do any of that. And then where is this whole thing about you cheating on Ryan? What does that have to do with the conversation at hand? And then on the other hand, you cheated on Ryan. You you literally just sat here and holier than thou self said, you have more self-respect than to do that. You don't need to fuck someone to know if you want to be with them, yet you cheated on your girlfriend of seven years. Pot me a fucking kettle. Are you kidding me? She says, you don't have to hold my hand or hug me, but then this is not a marriage. And I hear her. She says, clearly he's guarded. And then he leaves and I guess he's going to go on another run like he did before. So now we're with Trey and Ryan and they're on a boat. (laughs) He tells her he is getting some feelings for her. He feels very valued by her. He says that he does love Raya, but, you know, he, in the same time, has grown a lot of feelings for Ryan. He says that she has made an impact on him, and he feels like he makes her happy. So the feeling that I got here with Trey and Ryan is very similar to how I felt about Xavier and um, who was he with? Yoni? Yoni? Whatever the hell name was. I don't really care. I don't like her towards the end. I got the same feeling from that. Although there was a whole different situation, I think, on both parts with those two, but I got the same feeling that shit's about to go down between Trey and Ryan. That is going to be very difficult for them to come back from when it comes to their partners. And again, as we mentioned in this coming up on the season, I think Ryan cheats. I don't know. I guess we'll find out, but that's it for episode four. We're going to take a break here and then when we come back, we're going to jump into episode five. Do you want to spice up your love life? Well, you can make that happen by going to Love Shop, where you can get sorts of different things, whether it's for both you and your partner, or just for yourself. For solo play, you can get things, all types of vibrators, maybe more kinky type toys, or you can just buy what every person may need, like lingerie or protection or even just something to make it a little more fun, like games or novelty things. You can do all of this by going to Love Shop, and you can use our unique coupon code, REALITYT2, to get 10% on anything your hearts desire. So that's loveshop.ca, L-O-V-E-S-H-O-P, and use our unique coupon code REALITY2 
2. That's R-E-A-L-I-T-E-A and the number 2. So now we are going to be discussing episode 5. Alex is now going to be meeting Roxanne's parents. They seem to say that Antonio does not engage with them when they like, go to Roxanne's home. I don't remember if Roxanne and Antonio live with each other, but apparently both Alex and Roxanne have talked in length about kids. They want a lot of them, apparently. And soon. Wow. But she does say that she needs him to be more chivalrous because he's just like, oh yeah, I think I opened the doors for her and stuff like that. And she says, no, you don't. <laughs> um, this comes back, by the way. Her dad says he is the one, according to him, um, when her mom asked Roxanne, like, do you think he's the one? Her dad's apparently all about this guy. Okay. I've already watched episode six, so I'm not impressed. So Trey is meeting Ryan's brother and his girlfriend. Ryan seems like she's okay with falling in love with someone else. And I think it was her brother's girlfriend says that it's an insult that James hasn't proposed yet. And then I wrote at this point, the girlfriend really does talk a lot and she doesn't shut up. Like the, the brother barely said two words. Like, my God. So anyway, we are now in both the girls and guys nights here. So we're going to be going back and forth between the two. So Trey says he's learned a lot from this experience. He starts talking about like his experience and what he feels and stuff, but James looks like he's about to shit a brick. He's not happy with the fact that Trey has had a great experience with Ryan. Then James says that the experience has been going good in the beginning, but then it went bad. Yeah, because the user, he um, kind of says, like, I would need the full experience of the marriage including sex. Let me repeat, this man actually says he would need the full experience, including the sexual aspect of it. Weren't you not just saying that intimacy doesn't just mean sex with Raya in the previous episode? Were you not just saying that? Or not even this brief, I might've been actually before, um, been four, might have been three, but you literally just said that. So now you're saying you meet the full experience. I am very confused by this guy. Um, but so is Trey because Trey says, well, you know, Ryan video called me. She's crying. She's saying that I think James thinks I want to have sex with him. So I have questions. 
So again, as I, as do I, I have questions too. You literally said like you practically said to Raya, you don't want to have sex with her. Even though Raya said that she never said she wanted to have sex with you. Then you tell the guys that you need the full experience of this marriage, including the sex part, making it seem that Raya doesn't want to fuck you. Yet you said that you didn't want to fuck her. And then Trey calls you out on your bullshit by saying, listen, Raya called me. She was crying. She basically said that. I think this guy thinks I want to have sex with him. When I said all I want was to be hugged or my hand held by him. And he took it as I want to fuck. Which makes Trey think Raya never said she wanted to have sex with you. And Raya also didn't say that you wanted to have sex with her. So now you're making this not make any sense. You're kind of lying and spinning this version of events that isn't true. So now we're with the girls. Roxanne, I wrote, hates Antonio, but I don't think she actually does. But she always talks so badly about him. She says that she hates some of the things that he likes because apparently he's kind of a conspiracy theorist. He clearly believes in aliens and UFOs and all of that, which is fine. That's his, you know, I'm not, I said, I'm not saying aliens aren't real. I'm not. And I'm not saying that some of those UFOs aren't suspicious. So I'll talk to you about it. <laughs> but I'm definitely not a conspiracy theorist. Like, no. Um, but he is, and that's what he likes. So you don't have to agree with what he likes, but you can just respect that he likes it, you know? Um, but you know, Kat thinks that it's sweet that he likes certain things and he wants to share those things. Um, so Roxanne basically says at this moment, I don't want to shit talk. (laughs) Wow. Roxanne then blurts out, I would be open to have sex with Alex. Oh my God. In front of Kat. And she thinks that Alex would also have sex with her. Kat is just very jealous at this point. <laughs> but spoiler alert, that was never going to fucking happen. We'll get to it. Um, so the guys back with them. Alex basically says that she's a little much in a sense. So wait, what? Because in front of other people, like his parents or her parents, he makes it seem like they are really doing good and they're on the same page. And, you know, maybe this is what he's missing. But then with the guys kind of says, well, you know what? Roxanne's a little much. (laughs) Well, I'm what? Very confused. Um, Someone says, like, I think you're kind of holding back about it. Just let it all out. He doesn't really do that, though. But Antonio says about himself that he's a selfish person. Um, And then it seems that Alex and Roxanne are totally on the same page on what marriage is. Um, 
but it also seems that Alex seems to put more importance on the physical aspect of things over the emotional. And Antonio doesn't quite see it that way because I think like what kind of Alex says is that, you know, sex is more important to me. The emotional shit, like I don't really care. This is the guy that Kat wants to marry? Because yes, listen, is the physical aspect of a relationship important? 100%. It 100% is. However, it's not the thing that should be driving a relationship. You should be able to drive a relationship on the emotional aspect of things. And in a sense, Alex was kind of like saying, fuck the emotional kind of in a way. Like, you know, if the physical stuff isn't on point, then who gives a shit about anything else? That's the way you would think when you're in your 20s. If you suck in bed, well then, who gives a shit about the emotional? You know, you can teach an old dog new tricks. But the emotional aspect of things, like, that's the part that needs the most work. This guy is a 30-something-year-old man, and I think he's like 31, 32. This is pathetic. <laughs> um, so then Antonio says, like, you know, I'm not sleeping in the same bed with Kat. Surprise, surprise, that was Antonio's idea. Not Kat. I found that very interesting. Um, But, you know, it's fine. But Alex doesn't think it's fine. He thinks it's weird that Antonio won't sleep in the same bed with Kat. Why? I wonder, like, I don't know if he necessarily wants Kat to sleep with somebody else, but I do wonder if, in this weird way, if he's that kind of guy, and again, I have known these types of guys. They exist. But I wonder if he's the type of guy that gets off on knowing his girlfriend was with somebody else. You know? And there's no shame in that. It's a kink. It's fine. I'm not judging it. But I do wonder if that is what's going on here, more so than Antonio respecting not only himself, but also respecting Kat. And I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel more comfortable sleeping on this air mattress than actually sleeping in the bed with you. Um, I, I don't know. It's just a speculation on my part. Um, Antonio says that intimacy is not a huge huge part for him. But anyway, with the girls, Raya does not see anything with James. Like she's very very blunt about ain't nothing happening there. Um, he, she tells Ryan he wouldn't even hug her or hold hands with her. Rise, basically her conclusion is, I will hold my own damn hand. Okay. If he won't, I will. Ryan says like he wouldn't propose because there was always an excuse, whether it was school or the money or whatever. Raya doesn't think James is fully invested. Raya asks, do you see yourself running off with Trey? Raya doesn't really answer the question. I think deep down she kind of does see 
that possibility. So now we're back with the boys again. James says that Raya doesn't like to compromise on things. Then says to Trey, in a sense, maybe you shouldn't be with Raya. The fuck? You can't, you can't be telling him that. There's a way to tell him, but not like that. Um, he says that I don't think she's ready like you are. You mean like how you're not ready? <laughs> Can we remember Ryan issued the ultimatum, not James? This fucking guy. Um, James cares about how he looks to others. Now, I can't recall. I think I said that, actually. I think he cares more about what people think. And that's why he didn't propose to Ryan. Maybe he didn't have the education, or he didn't have the money, or the job, or whatever. That's what he cares more about than marrying a woman that he's been with for seven years. Now, let's remember, they're fucking like 23, 24. I don't care how long they've been together, they're still too young. Like, anyway. Um, Ryan, apparently, James has to mention that she wasn't his first love. I don't care. First of all, you're 16. Calm down. Um, they have been together for seven years, yet he hasn't fully opened up to her. That comes back around again in the next episode. I'll get to it when we get to it there, but he has bad things he just hasn't told anyone about. And then Trey kind of says to James, you know, I did ask her, you know, what if he's ready to propose at the end of this? Ryan says, as things go right now, she would not say yes to him. Interesting. After she literally issued this ultimatum. But anyway, Roxanne tells Kat there are red flags with Alex and that he lies. Uh Uh-huh. Now we're with Alex and Antonio. This is when shit falls. So Alex says, you know, Roxanne is a little much, basically, blah, blah, blah. It kind of felt like in this moment, too, that Alex kind of hesitated when saying whether or not his parents liked Roxanne, because Antonio did ask the question. He says that Roxanne is mean. (laughs) Okay. And then also then says that Antonio is her whipping boy. And Alex says that she doesn't respect you, Antonio. Now, in this moment, you're thinking, okay, did Roxanne say something that is making Alex say this? Because that's how it's coming across. Alex brings it across as if she said these things. But Antonio doesn't buy any of this. He thinks that Alex is bullshitting and is trying to take her away from him. Maybe. 
but yeah. That's the end of episode five. We're going to take a little break here and then we're going to jump into episode six. So now we're at episode six, the changeover. So Antonio is pissed at Alex. He Actually, yeah, when he comes in back to the apartment, he tells Kat that Roxanne doesn't respect him, according to Alex. And then Kat says, now this is very fucking interesting, hold on to this. Kat says that Alex's mom actually texted her saying, Roxanne clearly doesn't like Antonio. Antonio thinks that everyone's just lying at this point. And Kat says, like, why would his parents lie about that? And again, at this moment, you're thinking, oh shit, like, someone's talking here and it has to start with Roxanne. And he kind of says, like, maybe they are in, into each other. Or I think maybe Kat said this, like, maybe they're into each other and trying to hide it. Yafata. I'm like, okay, I see where you're going here. But Antonio calls Roxanne and confronts her with what Alex said to him. Roxanne doesn't fully deny that she doesn't, well, in this moment it felt that way, but she does later on deny that she ever felt that way or said that because she does respect him. But she tells him Alex is lying and to basically, if he wants to talk to her, to come in person and talk to her. He is just not okay in this moment. And we see him basically going outside and is running. And you were a little concerned, like, where are you going? But I think he's okay. Just because, you know, with him talking about his addiction issues and stuff like that, you did think that. So Roxanne, she gets back to the apartment. And she talks to Alex. She's like, you know how to go kind of like trying to get a feel of what the fuck happened. Alex doesn't say fucking anything. He doesn't even admit to having a conversation with Antonio. And I'm like, oh my good. It did. So then Roxanne basically says to Alex, yeah, so what, um, Antonio told me that you told him I don't respect him. The fuck? She says, when have I ever said that? And he says, you didn't. Hmm. Real interesting. Um, he admits that I think you don't respect him. I called him the whipping boy, not you. Okay. I'm going to keep going and then I'm going to put my two cents here. More about his mother than anything else. But then Roxanne is... He, he, sorry, so he says that Roxanne now, apparently, according to him, is insecure and projects it onto Antonio. So, okay, so now it's no longer Antonio's fault now the way he is, the way he is. Now it's Roxanne's fault, even though you literally just told Antonio that he's the problem, but now you're telling Roxanne she's the problem. What the fuck? This guy talks in circles. 
he says like, I never said like you said it, you know? But in a way, like, again, as I mentioned in the, in the previous, in the previous episode, you kind of did, you made it seem that way. Um, and now we kind of see now his mom is saying shit too, right? So then in this moment when Roxanne is talking, he starts mocking her and she's fucking pissed. She's, she's done. She calls him fake because as she mentions, and as I did too, he comes in saying, oh, things were good at the guy's night out. Like, you know, they all went peachy. And then yet you fucking talk shit to Antonio. So that's fake. It didn't go good. It did not go good at all. Um, and then they kind of start talking about the fact that he doesn't do anything in the house. Like, he won't help her clean. He won't do any of those things. And she's just like, I get up and clean the bathrooms or clean the kitchen or do whatever the hell needs to be done while you just sit there. And he, again, very condescendingly says, good job for cleaning. We're seeing a whole different side of this guy very fucking quickly. He is says that he's not going to he's not going to be bossed around by her so taking care of the space you're in is you being bossed around by her sorry your fragile ego can't handle things now he then tells her that she needs to stay in her own lane And uh, he continues on by saying that she is not a mature or respectable woman. At that, she's like, I am done with this conversation, and she walks away. And then you hear him very interestingly whisper to himself, what do I do? Like he's trying to figure out how to fix the mess that he just put himself in. Like, it was kind of like a manipulator. It was kind of weird the timing of which he said it after saying all those things to her. So here's my thoughts. This guy is a narcissist and I didn't see this coming. I didn't see this coming at all. He, he's not on the wrong. Everyone else is wrong. Roxanne's wrong. Antonio's wrong. Kat's wrong. Everyone else is wrong. But him, um, and this is where all of this comes from. He thinks he can do no wrong, as we'll see later on in the episode. He does nothing wrong. He doesn't apologize for anything. And again, I ask, why does Kat want to be with him? He's a horrible person, in my honest opinion, after this. Why does she want to be with him? And then to add on to the fact that either A, Alex is talking shit to his mom, which then in turn is uh, his mom is talking to Kat about it, or his mom is just like him and is coming to this conclusion on her own, which in my honest opinion, she shouldn't be. You're not in this experience. You don't know Antonio and you barely know Roxanne. You met her once. So 
what is this? And from my understanding, for how I feel, I feel like it's also sort of a manipulation because she seemed to really like Roxanne, the both of them, both of mom and dad seem to really like Roxanne. It may be not so much Kat, not because they don't like her as a person, but they don't like her for him. So what is this? What is happening here? So we do see Antonio's with Roxanne and they both agree that Alex is a shit disturber. Um, and Antonio was ready to leave at this point. He was ready to leave. Um, James, we see with James and Raya, he apologizes for not putting his all into this experience. Um, he hopes that she gets something out of, out of it. But I mean, she's been very clear that she hasn't got anything out of it. So Trey asks Ryan whether or not she would hang out with him after this. That is fucking inappropriate. And I feel like we're going to see it. She does say though, that it does depend on how she's feeling. So, but I wouldn't be surprised if we end up seeing that. So the next day we're back with Roxanne and Alex and she does apologize for getting out of control and raising her voice. However, this dumb fuck doesn't say anything to her, doesn't apologize. He actually starts to get up and she stops him and says, like, do you have anything you want to say? No, he doesn't have anything he wants to say. He doesn't feel bad about the night before. This again, he has no fucking empathy. Um, He says, you know, some of this attitude he had with everybody might have just been warranted. Cool, cool, cool. So then we find out from Kat that Antonio did not sleep there at the apartment um, the night before. And then she says that she came back to the apartment and his clothes were gone the next day. But he does show up at the apartment and he kind of says to her that he feels like he got what he needed out of the experience. Okay. You know, he kind of says that he feels like Kat like, doesn't quite know herself. I kind of agree. I don't understand why she's with him. And it, I just Roxanne because Roxanne actually says that, like, why are you with him? Like, <laughs> um, and you know, he kind of says like somebody isn't being truthful here, you know? Um, now it's a changeover. And uh, guys, Vanessa's back. So I guess she's just out for that one day. Um, but she does say a lot of truth here, which I kind of liked. Trey tells Raya he has developed feelings for Ryan. He liked the process. Raya didn't look pleased at this, and she kind of was like the, hmm, okay, nod, you know? Um, Raya just looks unhappy. James doesn't like to hear it that things went well, but he's not mad. And he, at the end of the day, he does want what's best for Ryan. You know, you know, obviously he wants her to be with her and he realizes that now kind of situation. But then this is when Vanessa speaks some truth. 
Vanessa says, listen, you guys have been together for seven years and it took the night of the choice to get to the point where you realize that she is the best thing that's practically happened to you here. Like, and I agreed with her, like, you're just now figuring this out. You guys have been together for a really long time. So Raya was waiting for him to tell her, Trey, that he had feelings for Ryan. She's not surprised by it. He says that I want to see what the future looks like with Raya. So he seems to try to put himself all into this. But Raya is just, she's not happy. She says that not if you have feelings for somebody else. Ryan says that she didn't get her experience, obviously, as we know from James. Trey does say to James that I wish James opened up not only for Raya, but for both of us, for both Trey and Raya. Vanessa tells James, you know, therapy is really great. Basically. Um, kind of says like, you know, therapy is great. And, um, because she says like the things that you hold on to in your life can affect your relationship. And she does get very emotional here. And it looks like, you know, she had a lot of shit to work through when she first was with Nick. So she seems to come from a place where she kind of understands what he's going through. Kat says Antonio wasn't committed to the marriage, but he does care for her. Roxanne didn't find everything that she kind of looks for in Alex. She feels that Alex made no effort. Alex doesn't really deny this, but then he has to then find a way to turn around on Roxanne and say, well, you know what? Maybe the reason that you didn't get what you needed out of this experience is because you didn't open up to the experience. Okay, so it's always somebody else's fault and never his fault. Roxanne says, I didn't appreciate you as a person. Damn. (laughs) But you know what? Alex has absolutely no regrets for saying what he said to Antonio. Roxanne gets upset and tells him, you have absolutely no emotion. 100% he doesn't. And then also tells Kat, I never told him that I didn't respect Antonio because Kat says like, where did he get that from? So you're going to fucking defend him after he literally admits to um, to Roxanne the, you know, during this argument and in front of everybody here, he admits she never told me that it was my opinion. So Kat takes several seats and shut the fuck up because you're making excuses for this fucking turd of a man. This is who you want to marry. This is who you want to have children with. This is the man that you want your children to look up to as a father figure. Absolutely not. Um, but Antonio says a very sweet thing here and says, I want my daughters to learn from Roxanne. I thought that was so sweet. Um, so anyway, that's it. We're done. James does actually hug Raya goodbye in this moment. 
It's hug number seven, y'all. <laughs> Jesus. So now we're in the second trial marriage. Ryan doesn't know how to do this now knowing that Trey has feelings for for Ryan. He still wants to marry Raya though. Um she kind of says to him, you know, throughout this trial marriage that I have with James, it has made me want to be with you more. So she says, like, she says, you know, we do have things that we need to work on, but she just can't ignore the fact that he caught feelings um, for, for Ryan. And she actually says kind of in this moment that you might have lost me. And she has this like, I can't even look at you. Um, but she doesn't know how she's going to feel about him moving forward. So, yeah, that's it. That's the end of episode six. Um, I believe there's only 10 episodes in total. Um, maybe 11, I don't know, but you probably will get all of the episodes in one full episode of ours. Um, if there ends up being 11 episodes, it might have to do the um, reunion separately. We'll see, but we definitely want to get these out to you. So then we can move on to after the altar. Um, so you'll be getting this when you get this, whichever day that ends up being recording on a Friday right now. Um, and then you will get the rest of the ultimatum and then you should be getting, um, after the altar, um, the following, like that week, that same week, probably towards the end of the week. Um, I don't know how we're going to do love is blind after the altar. It might end up being one full episode, depending on if there's any drama, with it there might not be um but yeah that's it that's the end of this episode for the ultimatum so if you like what you heard please follow reality t times two on any of your favorite podcast apps so that you don't miss a single episode please make sure you also share the podcast with everyone in your life you can also rate and review us on either Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you are an avid YouTube user, you can listen to us on YouTube at Reality T Times 2. If you want to connect with us, you can do so by following us on either Facebook, Instagram, or threads at Reality T Times 2. You can also email us at Reality T Times 2 at hotmail.com. We have a website where you can listen to all of these episodes, as well as get links to our Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube pages. And that is at realitytimes2.aludu.com. All of that information will be in our show notes. Well, that's it for now, guys. Thanks. Bye. Have you ever thought of starting your very own podcast? Doing 
the research, I found something that would have made editing easy and seamless and makes the podcasting experience just that much easier. And I am talking about Ludo. This is a podcast software that I use for editing of our episodes. It is amazing. It is easy. You're also able to get help from doing chats and getting the information that maybe you just need a little more help with. They also have access to different articles that can also help you that have been just godsends for me. Also with Aludu, you can create clips, you can do your ads, thus like this very one I'm doing right now, and you can create your trailer very seamlessly just by the clicks of buttons. You can also use Aludu to publish your episodes just straight from the software. It's so easy. I highly, highly recommend it. You can get access to Aludu by using our unique link, which you can find our show notes just down there at the bottom at the show notes. And you can get access to an easy software. software.